0: Support for the Couples' Council comes from Mercier Wellness and Consulting. Their purpose is to equip you with the right skills for a happy and healthy relationship. Schedule your consultations now. For more information, visit mercierwellness.com. Mercier Wellness and Consulting. Small steps, big changes.
1: This podcast is not a substitute for therapy. Please consult a licensed professional for your mental health needs. Now Now on on with with the the show. show.
0: hello again babe hey honey welcome back to the podcast
1: i know i'm back
0: i think i think i'm beginning to feel special because this (laughs) is like a bit frequent
1: i know i know
0: i kind of got used to you not being around
1: oh you didn't get used to me not being around you love when i'm around yeah And you love when I'm on the mic with you. So come on, let's do
0: it. Yeah. So we are continuing this little series, I guess a bit of a mini series that we're doing, talking to couples. Um, I want to say ordinary couples, but no couple is ordinary. Every couple has their own unique flair.
1: And everybody, every couple is a relationship goal, as long as they're willing to work it.
0: Yes. You're your own hashtag. Yeah, sure. And so every couple is unique in their own way. Um, But we're not talking to experts now. I'm not babbling on about God knows what. (laughs) We are letting couples tell you their story.
2: Mm -hmm. And so if
0: you've not um, gotten caught up on this, you want to go back a couple of episodes and start listening with our uh, dear friends the Rogers. Yeah. Okay, go back and listen to The Rogers, and they're a great listen. They will have you laughing and have you tearing up. That's an episode. Start there.
1: With that being said, I'm super excited today that we're going to have Jekin Fresh. Did I say that right? Jenkins Fresh? Yes. yes. <laughs> okay. Okay, I'm going to record it again. Just a moment, guys. <laughs>
0: Baby. you're, you're killing me here you're killing me here you just edited it out let me do
1: it okay, then you do it, but I gotta say how I met Vivian and all this stuff
0: I will cue you in
1: okay, cue me in not do. To- <laughs> 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 oh, go, right. right. go, go
0: ahead follow the producer follow the producer <laughs> Okay. all y'all, y'all forgive her <laughs>
1: okay. okay, go all I'm right. good I'm good
0: so after you've listened to that piece, then you'll be ready to hear this lovely couple um, on today's episode. Now, I must be—I must be honest. They are more friends with her than with me, but um, you never know how you connect with people, right? We're talking about Michael and Vivian Jenkins.
1: Yes, Michael and Vivian Jenkins. But I first have to be honest. I met Vivian and worked with Vivian. Many moons ago, right, Vivian? How yeah, long ago? Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I met her through my cousin, Helinda. Okay, okay. okay. Yeah, so you know L, And then in meeting, so everybody kind of connects. And then in meeting Vivian, I think I met Michael. But I think I met Michael before I knew Michael and Vivian were together. Oh. Because okay. I think I met Michael... Briefly at eliza Bell's funeral home.
0: When you thought yeah. you wanted to be a funeral director? Yes. <laughs> yes. 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 Okay. So we've been moving in circles around each other. Is what it sounds like.
2: Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
0: Okay. Good. Good. Well, welcome to the show, guys. Welcome to the show. I'm glad you guys Thank agree. You, you guys agreed to be on and are willing to share a little bit about your journey as a couple, what that's looked like, what you've learned. Um, how you've changed. So if we'll just start, if you guys could introduce yourselves and tell us a little bit about you. Oh, go ahead.
3: Well, my name is Vivian Jenkins, and I am, hmm, where do I start? I'm an educator. Um, I also am the wife of this handsome man sitting next to me, Michael uh-huh. Jenkins.
2: Uh-huh.
3: I am a mother of three I have a, well, we together have a three-year-old son and one-year-old twins. So nice. there's never a dull moment. Um, there's many facets to my life, but I would say the one taking up most of my time right now is probably, you know, being a mother, just being parents. So mm-hmm. that's a transition, you know, a marriage that, you know, we're going through and dealing with right now, as far as just, you know, parenting, because, Kids take up a lot of your time and though your spouse is supposed to come first, it's it's a journey to find that balance of that really, you know, taking place, especially when you have such small children. So oh yeah.
0: Oh yeah. Yep. Facts for sure. And Michael, what about you? Tell me a little tell us a little bit about you.
4: Yeah, yeah. Well, good day, um, everybody. Thank you so much for having us. Uh I have to pause and say that I'm so honored by uh my wife's introduction and overwhelmed because look here I have been without a haircut <laughs> for, for some quite some weeks now. <laughs> so when she says boat, handsome. Man. I'm I'm very honored by that because uh the barber is calling for those that didn't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> nice. but, oh we <laughs> but, um, know we I understand. Yes, 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 yes. But I'm so grateful for this beautiful young lady sitting next to me. Uh I am the husband of my my beautiful wife Michael and I'm also uh working education as well. Uh, And I'm just honored and I'm still glad that she said yes to me. Um, Mm -hmm. I think the biggest transition, just to piggyback off what my wife said, uh, it's been uh, somewhat challenging with the quarantine, having small children and working from home and balancing that. And um, that's what we are just uh, currently where we are right now. But that's what I do. Um, I love young people and I like to see young people thrive and I like to see young people have.
0: Okay, so Did you I guys, talk too
4: much?
0: No, trust me. We can talk all day. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> you guys have been together How long? Oh
3: God, well, old. we met in two thousand eleven mm-hmm. um we got engaged in two thousand and twelve. Yeah. We got married yeah. in two thousand and thirteen, okay. and we just celebrated seven, seven years of marriage in February of this year.
0: Okay. so. All Altogether, we've been together going on ten years, almost wow. ten years. Wow, yeah, wow, wow. yeah. You're blinking. It's ten years.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay. Good. Ten years, and so a year of a courtship, give or take. Tell us what that was like.
1: Wait, wait, wait. Before you even tell us what, what that was like, what was the mindset of you all being single and then finding love?
3: Oh, well, for me, by the time I met Mike, I wouldn't say I'd given up on love, but I wasn't looking for it anymore. I had been through several relationships that didn't work out and I was just drained. And I finally got to the moment where I told God that I would wait on Him. So I basically told God, I don't care if I'm 58. <laughs> When, you know, you say it's time and when you bring the man into my life, that is, you know, when I want to get married. I didn't want to keep going through the same cycle. Mm. So I met Mike just a few months after I made that promise to God and told him that. So it really seemed too good to be true. And I feel horrible every time I talk about this because I really gave Mike a hard time in the beginning because of it. <laughs> because I just felt like it was too good to be true. I was waiting for him to mess up. Mm. And I guess you could pick up from there.
4: Wow, wow, wow. Yeah. Uh, for me, uh, I wish I could say that mine was that um, in, uh, that awesome. Uh, for me, I had, uh, um, unfortunately, you know, I did date prior to meeting my wife, but I think for me, and this is no shade uh, you know, to her testimony or to anybody, but for me, I knew that I was not, and again, I met uh, nice young ladies, but I did not, know one what I felt was that soulmate that I felt like I was looking for, that I heard people say, um, I would ask other uh, gentlemen, because I was the kind of guy, I'm gonna say this right quick, I was the kind of dude that all of my friends were married, and when I went to their wedding, everybody would say, well, when are you going to get married or when mm-hmm. is your time? And so it makes you go, okay, well, am I on the right schedule? You know I, I, you know, I went to college, I did all of that, you know, but am I on the right schedule as of educating myself and being the last uh, of the Mohicans to, to, to walk down the aisle? But right. I knew that um, no one was satis- satisfying my heart with that, I didn't feel that contentment um, in regards to choosing a mate, if that makes sense. Am I talking
0: too much? No, 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 no. Listen, listen, I like, I like what you're saying. Um, Because we often do come from different paths when we do meet each other. Mm
1: -hmm. And I think what I like about what Michael is saying, he is being vulnerable as a man. Because, you know, oftentimes the girls get asked the question. I've never thought that the men Get yes. asked the question of when are you getting married mm-hmm. and how that affects them. So you just open up my world to have I asked that to men and my world of, wow, men do are bothered and they do have a, a, a time clock as
0: well. Yeah, Well, you know, it's interesting. And again, speaking as only a man,
2: mm-hmm.
0: um, the clock, sometimes it's not our clock, but it could be a clock that's imposed on you.
4: Oh, wow. Wow. Wow.
0: You know, I'm assuming I'm talking to some people, somebody gets that somewhere. I heard someone say I'm stepping on some toes and not apologizing, Mm
2: -hmm.
0: (laughs) but, but it's, I think that's what happens to a lot of guys, um, especially if they meet someone who's interested in a a commitment, you know Um, everyone has their own agenda, whether they feel it's right or not, but everyone has a plan for their life. Mm-hmm. And then you link up with someone who has a plan for their life. And now what do you do?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a lot to swallow. That I don't yes. know.
0: Yeah. You know, when you and I met, when you and I met, babe,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, I had just come out of a relationship. Mm-hmm. It was about the summer of 2002. Three. Three yeah
1: you know i'm bad with the numbers
0: don't ask me it might have been been 2002 Mm -hmm. you might be right and i said to myself that's it Mm -hmm. no more relationships Mm
2: -hmm.
0: because it was it was a difficult one prior Mm -hmm. and i was like if i meet someone i meet them if not i don't but if i meet them i'm not going to be serious Mm -hmm. and then her dean shows up and Throws all that out the window.
2: (laughs) I came with the game. I came with the game.
4: (laughs) Oh, God. So that
0: happens to a lot of people. And here we are, you know, almost 20 years later. Mm -hmm. And so I hear some of that in your story.
4: Yes, Um, yes, yes.
0: And it's always interesting when we say, well, you're going to leave it up to God. Because God may not always go the way you think he's going to go. Right. Right. So Vivian, if you can tell me, because you alluded to giving Michael a hard time, but you, you, I thought Michael was gonna say it and he didn't, so I gotta come back to you. Tell me how duh, you duh, did duh, hard duh. for this brother right here. Um,
3: I think I just challenged him a lot to, you know, basically. I don't know. Like if he said he was going to call me back, if he didn't call me back by a certain time or if he, you know, didn't call me back, I would challenge him and say, look, oh. if you say you're going to call me back, you need to call me back. And I could tell he wasn't used to that.
0: No, so, no, 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 just is used to like that. That. no one's used to that.
3: Yeah. And you know what? And this is not even about Michael or about me giving him a hard time. I think, too, even though I probably went about it the wrong way sometimes, I think by the time I met Michael, I recognized my worth and I realized my worth. And I realized Mm. that you don't have to like me and I don't have to make you like me, because if I have to make you like me, then this relationship is not right for me. So, Mm if you like me, then you call me, especially if you say you're going to call me. And that's just one example, but mm-hmm. that's one way that I did give him a hard time. But guess what? What was different about Mike was he actually really liked me and he wanted the relationship to work. So he started calling me. Yeah. Hello. Times, <laughs> Hello. I'm getting chills just kind yes. of thinking about and it. There were even times like, let's say if he got caught up He will call me right quick and say, Hey, I know I said, I'm going to call you, but I ended up working a little bit later, whatever it was going on, or I'm on the other line with my mom or whatever. I'm going to call you back. I promise. So when he did that, I was like, okay, so when a guy actually really does want to be with you, he will meet, you know, your standards, as long as your standards are reasonable. Of course, I'm not saying, you know, go overboard Mm -hmm. or crazy, but he made me realize that I don't really have to do anything to make him like me. If a guy really likes you, then he's going to, you know, do what he has to do to keep you.
1: You know, this so, is so good, Vivian, because oftentimes what I see women do is play the funk, like showing up on a, on a, on a, help me out, baby.
3: Like unannounced? No, no,
1: no, no,
0: no. No. Let's just say ingenuine genuine, not themselves. No, 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 no,
1: no, no, no. Inauthentic. In, yes, okay. yes, that's yes, yes. And they'll show up not themselves, right? right? And when they show up not themselves, they show up their real selves after they walk down the aisle. And that's wrong. Mm-hmm. And so when Jameson and I first started dating, I knew my value. So that's when right. he was like, Oh, do you want to go out? You triggered this for me. And I was like, Well, when, when you're trying to go out, oh, Saturday, I'm going to let you know that you're going to pick me up on time. And when you pick me up, you're not honking me. You come into my door. You're right. greeting my parents. My mama, I believe, was there. You're greeting my parents. And what time am I going to be home, sir? Um, And I think he said, <laughs> let's say 10 o'clock. I said, when I say what time I'm going to be home, that means I'm not sitting in your car at 10. I'm in my house at 10
0: it was wow. brutal it was brutal
1: <laughs> hello somebody but but there was these boundaries when you know your worth yeah. and you're not trying to change your missus you you're not trying to change your name to missus somebody to get your worth baby you're gonna put up you're gonna put up firm rules and if they want to keep coming they'll keep coming now i'm going to you michael uh, okay. <laughs> what made you keep coming? Oh wow, wow,
0: wow. Yeah, well what was amazing. that what was that like for you, Michael? Because Let's, let's do it gently, baby. You you hit
2: I know. I'm just you getting gotta, so
0: excited. I nice. know. <laughs>
2: listen, be nice. listen. Listen,
1: Linda. Man. You know how they say, listen, I Linda. Know. Listen, C- I am getting so excited because I think Vivian hit, you know, she stepped on some people's toes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, I, and it shows to you, Vivian got a good man. I got a good man. And it was because we knew our worth. And we weren't we weren't willing to play. Yeah. Now I'm not putting heat on Michael. I'm just excited, and I want my listeners to know <laughs> know your worth. Yeah, right. Know your worth.
4: Yeah. What was it about Vivian? What was that wow, like? Wow, wow, wow. Well, she definitely brought the heat. I, I appreciate that.
0: <laughs> uh,
4: but no, what what made Vivian, um, I believe, special um, in my eyes. Uh, I would say just going back from the beginning, um, uh, like I said, unfortunately, you know, having there was something already different about her. No shade to anybody. But uh, when I first met her, just that first interaction, uh, well, first I have to back up and say uh, we were introduced by a mutual friend. And so a mutual friend thought that, and I totally was totally against that because I felt like, you know, that blind date stuff, that doesn't work. That doesn't work for me. And I was like, no, nah, she got it. She look, I know she ugly. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> 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 so I know that's very vain. That's very vain.
2: That's
4: and okay. they're, they're shadow. So we okay. were hooked up. So I, it was like a sight unseen. You know, you wouldn't buy a property unseen. You know, I sometimes I see that on, on uh, what is it, House Hunters? Not House Hunters, one of those shows, but anyway. Mm -hmm. i wanted to know what she looked like and so uh for me trying to fast forward when uh our mutual friend told us to go on social media to look at her picture her picture wouldn't show up for me ironically so i'm like okay that's a sign you know god is trying to block it so that's a sign you know (laughs) so make a long story short um, make a long story short i um but I was, I said, you know what, that's going to be rude. If she told me to reach out to her and she's expecting me to reach out, that's going to be rude. So I just introduced myself to her like, Hey, how you doing? And Facebook, Facebook messenger. messenger. Yeah. And I say, I'm, I'm, I'm a friend of yours. I'm sorry to interrupt. I'm sorry to disturb you. But, um, I just wanted to say, Hey, because she felt like we should meet, you know, just trying to be nice.
2: Mm-hmm. And
4: so the thing that the first, I know you talk about difference. I'm trying to make this really quick. But when we talk about difference, she and I was uh, emailing or texting each other back and forth and messenger So I said to her, call me Mm -hmm. now we, her Dean just put it out there. And so why did I say that? Because when I said, call me, she said, no, you call me Mm -hmm. that, that I was not used to, I was not used to that. And so that was the first challenge because I'm used to, you know, okay, but you know, give me, you know, I just was used to a certain, you know, uh, way of life, put it that way. Right. And um, so, I, I called her, and the first time we talked on the phone, we talked for a, a good little, probably about yeah. four hours. Yeah. We talked for a good little while. Wow. And so, that first phone call, in which I'm not a phone person. So, for her, for us to have a good conversation, a very cordial conversation, just about, you know, family, life, just a regular conversation, we're very nice talking to you. Have a good day. And then the next day, I was like, okay, that was pretty nice. That was a nice conversation, but we'll see. So, as time went on, we would just text each other, call. And then we did that for how long? Probably maybe about about, a week or maybe about two weeks. We talked. And then one day I was at my aunt's house and my aunt used to cook like on Sundays. Mm -hmm. It's like, baby, I'm so sorry. I did not cook dessert today. And so I text um, Vivian and I said to her, I said, well, hey, um, would you like to meet up for a uh, dessert date? I said, "Um, there's no, um, you don't have to dress up. Just come dress down. And we just have dessert at the Cheesecake Factory and we'll just play it down. Nothing, nothing important. You know, just play it down. And she said, sure. And so uh, I went home. I was living by myself at the time. So I went home, got dressed, and I, I wore, and i please don't judge, but I wore a white tee and some jeans. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I said, Well, no, just play it down. And I oh, didn't say can I th- I I'll myself me.
3: right quick. You can't tell a woman to dress down on the first date. You know that. <laughs>
1: Listen, listen, I didn't know anything about this interview because you know we don't send out questions. We let the interview kind of organically happen. But I got to insert this. There must be something about cheesecake, ladies, because that's where Jameson got me at the Cheesecake Factory.
2: Uh,
1: (laughs) Right there at Sawgrass. Wow, same exact place. Same same exact place. You know what? When COVID is over, that's where we going to go meet up for lunch or dinner. Okay. (laughs) Cheesecake
0: factory, feel free to send us a check for this, <laughs> for this free commercial. We'll be waiting.
4: Yes, 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 yes. And so, you know, so when she I, I met her over there and um, when we got there, I got there before she did, okay?
2: Mm-hmm. And
4: um, you know, so I'm sitting there and I'm waiting, I'm waiting. I said, you know what? Man, this man, this girl is stealing me up, man. I'm just sitting there, man. Oh, man, this girl done tried, man. I, again, I wasn't used to that. So when she walked, I was sitting down and I can tell you the exact same place I was in, in the Cheesecake Factory. But I was sitting in the booth, and when she came and she walked up, I was like, no, that can't be her, you know? No, that can't be her. And I looked her from, t- from uh, head to toe, which not to be superficial, but I just looked up, and I was like, wow. And I was like, man, she, she's she's cute. You know, in my mind, I said that. And so when she stood up, I stood up to greet her, and we talked that day until the place closed. And...
0: Oh, Again, they had work the next day, <laughs>
4: <laughs> and I'll make this quick. So when we got ready to walk out, I said, "Oh well, where did you park?" Now I don't know if you know where the the garage is by like um is that like Burlington? Yes. He parked way over there, so I'm go ahead and talk about that. I was okay. Every
3: time I go to small grass, I get So. I didn't wanna park in the Oasis where Cheesecake was because it's just, it's too crowded. I hate trying to burn, maneuver into spots. So I wanted to go somewhere where there were a lot of open spaces yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. so that I could just park comfortably. So then I had to walk all the way from Burlington to the Cheesecake yeah,
4: Factory. I'm gonna fast forward because it'll get be into the meat of what the question that was asked for me. And so when we got ready to Go, uh, I said, well, come on, I'll walk you to, the, to your car. I don't want you to walk too far. I said, that's mm-hmm. kind of far, so I'll walk you. Mm-hmm. But then there was a median that was there. And so I stepped down first. And when she got ready to cross the median, I put my hand out and I said to her, I said, uh, I said oh, I said, I don't want you to uh, uh, trip. I want you to watch yourself before you walk. And she said, this might sound corny. She said, oh, I think you're earning some points, Mr. Jenkins. And I know that sounds corny, but when I saw that smile, and I don't know if you know, like those dentist commercials, like that ting, like that sparkle in a smile.
0: Oh, she had you.
4: I was like, that dad go right there. You just said it. I said, she got me. <laughs> but I couldn't let her know it yet. No, I know, man. It was man. something, it oh, was something it. about just how she said, I don't know, I can't explain it. I know, I know that sounds corny, but I, I just, it's something in that moment that I knew
0: that I knew that I knew there was something about mm. mm
4: that's how it
2: usually
1: happens but you you know what I gotta go back to this for the ladies that are listening. it started with Vivian knowing her worth wow, wow.
0: I, I can't I can't argue with that I can't argue with that when I talk to women and, and for that matter, men right, so mm. let's not sit exclude men well I, you know i'm for the so Well, i understand yeah, yeah. i understand you can be for the you men know, today but this it, episode it, right here mm. you know a lot of us don't have what we want because we don't demand it
1: oh,
0: wow we do not put that expectation we don't make it clear that this is an expectation and leave it up to the other individual to either meet that expectation to rise to that expectation or to decide Nah, this ain't for me. You asking for too much, you doing too much. And guess what? That's okay. That is okay. Her dean mm-hmm. put that expectation on me, and I had my own expectations of Herdeen and we made those decisions for ourselves. So right. at that point, we can't be like, I ain't know you was like this.
2: <laughs> right. Yeah, 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 yeah,
0: yeah. You know, because don't nobody want to hear that two, three years later. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So so you guys. So that could, so that seemed like it might've sealed the deal with the courtship. But even after that though, Vivian, you were still kind of like making it hard for him. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I think I I
3: I probably was in different ways, I guess. And I think a lot of people probably don't know this about me, but in some ways I have a little bit of a strong personality. So... I definitely continue to give him somewhat of a hard time mm-hmm. only because, like I say, one, I recognize my worth. I didn't always go about it the right way because I do think sometimes I put my guard up because I was afraid he might hurt me, mm-hmm. you know? Okay. So I didn't always get it 100% right, but that was really the root of my drive. It's just that I didn't want to you know, give in too easy or accept anything too easily because I didn't want to end up getting my feelings hurt.
0: Mm, mm. But um, protecting yourself.
3: Yes, yes, I was. But I think how he helped with that is as the man, he really set the foundation for the relationship. And he let me know his intentions, that his intentions were not to hurt me, Mm -hmm. you know, that his intentions were to be with me. So he let I, he let
0: you, he let you know that in word or action.
3: Was oh he it with both. With both. Because no matter what and I mean I opened up to him about a lot and no matter you know what he found out about me whether it was my attitude coming out whether it was me being vulnerable with him and telling him things that might have you know scared him away um he stayed. Mm. He stayed no matter what. There was nothing that I did or said to make him Not want to be with me. And that was part of what helped me to know he was the one. Another thing that helped me to know he was the one is I'm not the most open, free person. I tend to be very reserved. I don't just open up around anyone, I'm not a social butterfly. And most guys I would date, they would kind of have to like fight and pull teeth to get me to talk. (laughs) I was probably, some guys would probably describe me as being stiff, you know, being reserved. Um, One guy in the past told me he thinks I have a stick up my, I won't Mm -hmm. even say the word, but with Mike, I don't know. He just got me to talk freely. Like I can't even believe I put
0: game (laughs) well you might you might have put you might have put the game on her but it sounds like you made her feel secure
3: Uh, yes yes definitely yeah our first conversation over the phone I can't believe how comfortable I was with him there was something Mm -hmm. about him that just made it easy to talk to him easy to open up to him and it wasn't even like on a romantic thing it was just like as a friend like I had a friend like as if me and him were friends friends for years yeah that's how comfortable I felt around him and then even when we met in person I went in very guarded and reserved but even then as soon as I sat down the way he greeted me with a smile and he led me to you know my seat I just felt like wow he's He's nice because I'm used to guys, you know, having an ego, putting up a front, acting like they don't think you're cute, like they don't think you're all that, but
2: Mm.
3: he was just very nice and friendly. He smiled and I love that about him. And something that I really liked about him was his smile. And this is kind of funny because at the time, his profile picture on Facebook, he wasn't smiling. Mm. So I was expecting in person for him to be different. So I told him he needs to change his profile picture because his profile picture, do- he's trying to be hard in his profile picture it doesn't match who he really is. Because yeah. really, he's a nice, friendly person who smiles a lot. Mm. But so anyway, that's just a little bit of a joke because I felt like he looked mean in his profile picture.
0: Well, the but question... I was
3: just always really comfortable around him from the Good. very beginning. And that's yeah. something too that you know let me know, okay, this may be the one.
0: Mm. Mm. okay okay and so it sounds like it was an easy transition to marriage for you guys that's an assumption i'm making i don't know is that the case
3: i i think it was something as far as transitioning getting to the point of marriage it was easy to make that decision and the reason i say that we both had these stipulations and made up expectations for how long we would date a person Mm -hmm. so we both um ironically, had said before meeting each other, we would date someone for at least two years before getting engaged, right? Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: We didn't even date for a year before getting engaged. Yeah. We met in May of 2011, and we were engaged by February of 2012. Okay. So another thing I realized is when you know, you know. You don't, don't you know. time. Right. You don't have to put a time limit on it. Once, you know, you feel like you have God's confirmation that this is the person for you. And then once we did get engaged, we were engaged for about a year. So we got engaged February, 2012, and we were married in February, 2013.
1: Now, Vivian, I know you talk about the smile, but I've, I had the opportunity of actually hearing Michael sing. That
3: didn't get
0: you. Oh my
3: God. You know what? <laughs> that didn't get I you, can say That too. I didn't hear Michael sing until we were engaged, yeah. was my first time hearing yeah. him sing. And to be honest, he didn't talk a whole lot about his singing. And even with me, I didn't talk a whole lot about my spoken word because, see, the thing was when he said he couldn't get my picture to come up, he was actually talking about a video. Because Mm -hmm. our mutual friend, she talked up his singing a lot to me. Like that was one of the, you know, first things she told me. She was like, oh, he could really sing. (laughs) And um, I can't say I wasn't interested in that. But I guess we weren't attracted to each other's talents. And then for him with my video, he wasn't able to see it, but... This wasn't a, ooh, she's spoken word girl, ooh, he's a singer. We weren't attracted to each other because of our this gifts, our talents. We were genuinely attracted to the person and then mm-hmm. supporting each other's this gifts came later. which I think that's important too because a lot of people do say that and then a lot of people will say to Mike oh she sings right and it's like no I can't even hold a note (laughs) (laughs) so I think that's weird to some people that he married someone who doesn't sing I pray to God my children get their singing talents from him and not me but yeah we weren't nice. attracted to that had nothing to do with our connection
1: this is good this is yeah good. Our,
3: our talents and our gifts had nothing to do with our connection at all that came later on and now we do our best to support each other in those areas because i mean that's our job so i tell okay. him all the time he need to let me be his manager for his him but <laughs> <laughs> he knows i'm crazy i'll get crazy so that's probably not a good idea but yeah and he's very supportive with my spoken word too but that's not what drew us to each other at all Um, I'm
0: glad to hear that because often we are we are introduced to like representatives of each other yeah exactly and then at some point your representative don't want to work no more so you got to show up as who you genuinely are Mm -hmm. and then you're like wait bring so-and-so back Mm -hmm. I don't like who I meet now so that's that's awesome that is awesome um, and so, in these seven years,
1: um looking back, what have you all learned about
4: marriage? Oh, wow. Um, for me, I think, um wow, this is such a transparent uh, mm-hmm. moment, I think for me and 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 for me, I'm going to back up and say or I'm going to back up and say, and forgive me for saying it, but I know prior to marriage, I had such and because I got married, um you know, later in life. I had such an idea of what marriage was going to be for my wife. Okay. And what I mean by that is I was like, Oh, when I get married, my wife is going to be doing this. She's going to be doing that. And I never pictured how much I needed to serve. Even Mm -hmm. after uh, going to marriage counseling, nobody, I don't think we were ever even, we never even fathomed that the fact that you have to give back and serve your partner. Mm -hmm. I'm, very i was raised up very very old school Um, my parents are like in their 80s so because of that being old school i always saw the woman do this the woman do that and in my mind no offense to the ladies but i just saw you know women do the serving we don't serve our spouse and i that's what i was thinking but however i learned very quickly in a marriage that you have to even as a man you have to serve your wife serve your kids Uh, so whether that comes into perhaps maybe washing clothes, washing dishes. I had no idea for men we had to serve as well too. Please forgive me for saying that, but I just that, that's what it taught me. It taught me as a man, you have to service your wife as well. It's more to it than just paying bills. Um, it's more to it than maintaining a good credit score. You have to uh, minister to your wife. What if she has a day that she's not feeling well? Um, days that, a matter of fact, my wife had two rough pregnancies. So all of the housework, all of the everything fell on, we had to work together. So that's something that marriage taught me that it is about both not 50-50, both of us working together to get uh to complete a job or get it done, if that makes sense.
0: Oh, it makes perfect sense, man. And I'm glad to hear you say that because these are the kinds of things we talk about here on the on the podcast. There are these really confounded and and like antique ideas about what should be and what should not be, you know? And just like you have those ideas, Vivian perhaps was handed down some of these ideas or we pick these up somewhere Um, and you're speaking to some broader ideas about men and manhood and masculinity. Um, and I'm, listen, it's, it's too much to delve into in this conversation, but that's a conversation we could have
2: on and on and
0: on and on, Ah. man. Yeah. Yeah. That serving piece is big. It's, it's, it's big.
1: It's what I got from that. It's not our idea of what we think serving looks like. It's our our idea of what our partner.
0: Yeah. What does he or she need? Yeah. Yes.
2: Yes.
1: Yes. good. That's good. That's a pile. Pearls of wisdom. (laughs) Pow,
0: pow. That's for the other podcast.
1: Now I had to sprinkle a little grief on here. Pow, pow. Um, <laughs>
0: this this is why you can't come every, uh, every week. This is why you, you gotta stay in your own podcast. Y'all can catch your own p- piles on her own podcast. Call redefining <laughs> grief. Call
1: redefining right. grief. Right.
0: But guys, listen. That was that was a profound enough answer that I don't even know that we need to dig any deeper. You guys do. But well, have- let
1: Vivian answer. She has a she has a different perspective.
0: Oh, Michael can't speak for them? No, nah,
1: no. Nah. Yeah. She got she got her uh, own voice oh, up in these streets. It, excuse me. <laughs> so what has it been like for you, Viv?
3: Um, definitely same here. It's not about you. It's about your spouse
2: mm-hmm. and
3: serving your spouse, which it's it's a lot because you come in kind of thinking, I, 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 but it's it's not about you. It's about the other person Mm -hmm. so um i would say the transition into marriage it was beautiful but it was also somewhat of a just a really big learning experience for me i think that i was probably the less mature one in the marriage not just because i'm a few years younger than him because age doesn't mean anything but more so because I, um, I'm i the youngest of four kids mm-hmm. and I was used to people taking care of me and not taking care of other people, if that makes sense. Perfect mm-hmm. sense. So I had to get used to that. And also too, I had to learn how to be a team and not to get, upset over like little silly things that are not worth getting upset over because i i struggle with attitude i have an attitude problem and something that i learned over these years is that my husband is my partner we're on the same team
2: Hmm. and
3: i should always look at intentions before i jump off the deep before Mm -hmm. you know i get an attitude because Mm -hmm. he usually does that you know I'm not trying to say that, you know, my husband is perfect, but I think he's he was always more mature in that area of he's not so quick to get upset right away. Now, there are certain things that will make him upset. Mm. But for the most part, he doesn't get upset quickly. He's more slow to anger. Well, so like, let's say. If I you know don't pick up after myself sometimes. He won't say a word like this was in the beginning of marriage. He won't say a (laughs) word. He'll just say, you know what? She's tired or, you know, she's pregnant or she's Mm -hmm. taking care of the kids. I'm just going to cover my wife. Now there might be some times if he don't pick up after himself. I won't say anything directly, but I'll say, oh, well, let me put your shoes and look
0: like I'll make more of a big deal out of it. Really? Really? Listen,
3: listen, listen, Linda.
1: You know how I call everybody listen when I'm about to tell on myself. Listen, Linda, you know (laughs) what the podcast audience don't know is that Dr. J just looked at me and he is the he is the um. I didn't say nothing he is the min- minimalist organizer. I'm talking about he folds his socks. Everything is perfectly coordinated by colors, wow. like his laundry and, and pattern and pattern. He had to tell his wife, can you please not touch my laundry? I was like, good job, hallelujah. So, <laughs> literally, everything is like perfectly put together. And I'm just like, can you just put it in the closet? I don't care. <laughs> just put it in the closet. When I need to find it, I will find it.
2: Yeah, right. Yeah, right.
1: <laughs> but I have come to learn that I had to learn from him that there is some truth to organizing and putting some things in order because you won't spend 30, 45 minutes looking for it. So, it's funny how you say, you know, slow to anger. It's when God knows who you need, right, to build yeah. you up to oh, where yeah. He needs you to be. Mm-hmm. He sends the right person, and and Jay has been that person for me. I'm slow to anger now. I'm peaceful, Vivian. There's hope. You're gonna be looking at yourself. Yeah. I think you. I turned Thank into you. my husband,
3: nice. but I'm <laughs> I'm,
1: I, um, I'm slow to. Anger now. I am more careful. Now I took years. We're almost twenty years in. You're
0: you're slower to anger now. You
1: know? Slower to anger now. Okay, okay, Cause you, okay, okay. I pop you up in five, four, two seconds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, but you know, he used to send me to Walmart to do all the returns because he know I don't, ha- I would not have it with the people. I- but now I'm like, I'm no longer that Walmart chick. You can't send me back if we ain't got the receipt. I ain't fighting with nobody. I'm not <laughs> going back and forth. So he he missing out on that. So get your receipts ready before you go to Walmart. Yeah, I just, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I just don't buy it.
1: You just don't buy it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Wanna, so God really knows who you need to meet your best self. And that's what I got from you, Viv. Yeah. Yes, yeah.
3: Most definitely.
0: That's awesome. That's awesome. Now you guys, we, you told us a little bit about this hashtag that you guys have. Um, it seems like, I don't know if it's your mantra, your motto, if you want to tell us a little bit, tell the listeners a little bit about that.
1: Which hashtag, babe?
0: The, the Instagram page, honey.
1: You know, I ain't, I ain't
0: all <laughs> up on that social media yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm old school
1: <laughs> you're starting to be though yeah yeah yeah
0: so tell us about that you said the instagram and what um
1: jink jink and fresh jenkins jenkins fresh
4: yes fresh what's happening on there uh basically uh jenkins fresh is just our brand it's just literally what we what we feel that what we stand for is basically uh uh representing the family, celebrating family, I'm sorry, excuse me, uh, just as as we grow as family, uh, fatherhood, motherhood. uh, So basically, we just uh, portray, uh, our goal is to portray positive images of what a family looks like, if that makes sense.
0: Oh, it makes perfect sense. Perfect Mm. sense. I love it. I love it. So if people want, want to catch up with you guys, that's where they would go. If people want to see what that image is and pick up some tips from you guys, they would go to Jenkins Fresh on Instagram.
4: Correct. 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 Oh,
0: okay. All right. Well, we'll be sure to include that in the uh, show notes for this podcast. You guys have been a lot of fun.
1: Yes. Oh same um, to you. Likewise.
0: I really enjoyed this conversation and uh, seems like we need to put something on the calendar for a dessert. Not seen like yet. Yes, we yes, do. Yes. We can do
1: happy uh, hour.
0: Uh, 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 real real talk. Real yeah. No,
1: no, we're serious couples. Like when we say we're going to meet up with you, we're really yes. going to meet up with you. Yes,
0: yes, yes. 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 Thank okay. you. We, we would schedule it now while we're recording, but we don't want everybody showing up. <laughs> yeah. and, uh, shut the place down. So. Guys, this has been a lot of fun. We thank you for agreeing to be on the podcast. Wow. Um, you have some- having wow. us. Yes,
4: that's, if, if you don't mind me saying, I want to say that on behalf of us, we are very honored. We are honored. We are not, we're still in the process of growth and we're still learning every day. Yeah. So to sit on this podcast, just know that we're still growing. But the fact that we're here to team up and collaborate with you, that it, that means a lot to us. We're very honored by that.
0: Thank you for saying that. We thank appreciate you. that. That means a lot. We enjoyed Thurley's conversation.
4: Yeah,
1: this was good.
0: All right. So guys, we will meet up in the near future post COVID-19.
3: I know. Can't wait.
0: All right. You guys guys take care of yourself. Continue to love on each other and be well.
4: All right. Same to you.
3: you. Same
0: here. Baby. That was good. I was going to say those was your friends, but they my friends now. Oh, literally. you trying to claim my friends yeah, now? No, you trying I, to claim my friends? They're my friends now. <laughs> okay, I, could take, I could take them as my friends. Okay? You know, some friends you don't want to claim, especially in public, but they are right. <laughs> they sound like they got some sense. Oh,
1: <laughs> they don't sound like okay, they do they, got they sense. Got, Correct they, yourself.
0: I stand corrected. Thank they got you. lots of sense. Thank you. Okay. Woo! Yeah.
1: What's the biggest takeaway for you?
0: Just, you know, being who, like serving in the way that your partner needs to be served.
1: Oh, that was good. You
0: know, and we've lived that.
1: Mm -hmm. We've
0: lived that. We've shared that, whether it's you working while I was a stay at home dad, Mm -hmm. or whether it's, you know, me working when you're down,
2: Mm -hmm.
0: um, or even serving the kids, right? Like, I hadn't thought so much about that, but as the kids get older, You got to serve them in different ways.
1: Mm -hmm. We talked about raising kids after, after getting, you know, ending the interview with them. Yeah. yeah, No, we
0: had some private conversation. That is none of y'all big mess, (laughs) but just know they, um, I can't wait for lunch.
1: I can't wait for this COVID to be over so we can meet up and have a lot
0: for a lot of reasons, for a lot
1: of reasons. But the truth of the matter is I think what I took away is that when a woman knows her Mm.
0: worth,
1: hear me. When a woman knows her worth, when Vivian said that, I felt like I was it was time to start running around the church, mm-hmm. running around my yard.
0: Yeah, hallelujah dance. Yes
1: hallelujah dance mm-hmm. going up and down the stairs, rolling in the grass. Mm-hmm. when a woman knows her worth yeah. Yeah. it attracts a good
0: man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it starts with the individual mm-hmm. it's, and then again, I will just throw this in there mm-hmm. Men too as a man when you know yourself and your values you you attract good and quality people yeah so we're talking couples we're talking relationships and so but let's not forget the individual piece All right. So look for their information in the show notes.
1: Don't forget to follow the Jenkins.
0: Jenkins Fresh, guys.
1: Yes.
0: Tell them where you heard about them. You know, show them some love um, over at Jenkins Fresh. And then on Instagram. On Instagram. And when you're done or before, you know, holler at me, holler at us, Dr. Jameson Mercier, the Couples Council. Um, Go over to MercierWellness.com. And now, you can also, I mean, you heard it earlier, her Dean sliding in some of her pals and her grief stuff. Mm-hmm. That's okay. she She's still welcome to
1: <laughs> You she, can hear all about that on Redefining Grief Podcast with yours truly, where I have you look at grief totally different and with style and grace. I love it. But, oh. Another thing that I want to share is that Vivian is a spoken word artist. Mm. If you're looking for a spoke, spoken word artist, hit her up.
0: That's a mic drop. That's what that is. Bow, pow, pow. A, a pow, pow. It's a mic drop. Oh, mic drop. Mic, mic drop. drop is silence. <laughs> Man, we we rolling out of here. Herdine always. Anyways, guys, this is the end of our podcast. <laughs> Thank you for listening. This little series has been fun. Mm-hmm. Okay, Be sure you leave us a review over in iTunes podcast. Let us know how you're feeling. Let us know if you're safe. Let us know what you want to hear about. And what I'm going to say is we got some exciting news coming up with this podcast. I ain't going to say too much. No, no, no. Don't that. give it a minute. No No, no, no. no, no, no. no. Y'all, got, y'all got y'all full off of this one. Yeah. So be safe. Take care of yourselves and I'll catch you next time for another episode of the Couples Council. Bye now.
3: Hey everybody. Thank you for listening to our mom and dad. If you like them as much as we do, then click subscribe and leave a comment. But now they have to go because it's family
4: time. So go practice what you heard and we'll catch you on the next episode.